0: Very often we have people who write in and speak about the need for going to a counselor to get some help. And they ask, what should I do in order to be prepared for that counseling session or series of sessions? So I thought I'd take just a little time today to talk about that matter to try to discuss with you how you can get the most out of counseling. Incidentally, I have an article by that name, How to Get the Most Out of Counseling, in a book called The Big Umbrella, if any of you are interested in it. But I'd just like to talk about that very briefly at this point. First of all, I think you need to know where to go to get the proper counseling. The first place that you don't want to go is to an unsaved person. In Galatians, the sixth chapter, we read, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. And there it's talking about who should do counseling, who should restore a brother or a sister who has fallen into difficulty. And it says, you who are spiritual. Now that doesn't mean some kind of top of the totem pole Christian, some kind of top dog Christian, some kind of person who uh, is uh, super pious when it says spiritual. All that it's talking about there is a Christian. In the fifth chapter of Galatians, Galatians, he has talked about the works of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit. And the sixth chapter just goes on to speak about how the fruit of the Spirit manifests itself in helping others. And it's talking there about every believer when it talks about you who are spiritual, that is, you who have the Spirit of God as over against those who do not have the Spirit of God. So the first thing that you want to be sure of is that when you go for counsel, that you go to someone who has the Spirit of God dwelling within him, someone who is a true believer in Jesus Christ, someone who has been born anew by that Spirit and who has not only human wisdom to offer, but has something far greater, has the power of the Spirit of God using the divine wisdom of the Word of God in his counseling. So the first thing you want to be sure about when you go for counsel is that the party to whom you go is a true believer in Jesus Christ in whom the Spirit of God who is the counselor dwells. There can be no Christian counseling apart from work of the Spirit of God in that counseling now secondly you might go to any believer for counsel if he is a wise person but there are some limitations there too remember that it is the pastor who has been called to do counseling as a full-time or life calling not every Christian has been given that calling I would not turn to a psychiatrist or to a psychologist for counseling. There are Christians who are psychiatrists and Christians who are psychologists. But I think you almost always have to say it that way to separate their Christian faith from their counseling because so often that's exactly what they do. They accept Freud and Rogers and Skinner and Harris's TA, transactional analysis kind of material and so on. They accept all these various views and then under the name of Christianity propagate these views. Now that's not true without exception. There are here and there uh, Christian counselors who are psychologists or psychiatrists, I suppose, who do try to be biblical and who do succeed to some extent with that but by and large this is not the picture by and large there is a very eclectic spirit abroad that eclectic means that a little bit of Freud a little bit of Rogers a little bit of something else and then the Bible mixed in and stirred it all together and pour it out in the pan and that's the kind of system that you use uh, Hal Brooks a pastor down in um, Fort Worth Texas once said about eclecticism or Uh, views of that sort, that if you don't know where you're going, any road will do. And that's exactly the problem with the eclectic and exactly the problem with the man who seeks to counsel in the name of Christ, but then tries to mix Jesus Christ with pagan theory. Christ will not so be mixed. He refuses to do that. And so what you get in the long long run is something far less than Christian, even though it may bear the name of Christianity. My suggestion is that you find a pastor or some other wise Christian, but preferably a pastor who really knows the Word of God and who cares to counsel on a biblical basis. And there are many, many more pastors of that sort coming on the scene today. You can be thankful to God for that. There is a great movement among pastors who are beginning to take over the work that they once sent to psychiatrists and psychologists, now they're doing it themselves on a biblical basis and getting a very fine return. Now what do you do in preparing for that counseling context? Well, I'm going to talk about that both today and on our next broadcast, and uh, so I'll just begin today to tell you what to do. The first thing is is that you should come expecting and asking for real change. In other words, that should mean that the person to whom you speak should give you solid advice from the Word of God. There should be more going on in that counseling session than simply talking and listening. There will have to be some listening. There will have to be some talking. Don't misunderstand me. All counsel involves asking questions, finding out data, getting information, listening to this carefully, trying to define and refine exactly what is going on, and then trying to bring to that situation what the Word of God says to do about it. But any counselor who simply allows you to talk, who doesn't ask pointed questions, any counselor who never gives you any advice from the Word of God, Who never opens the Bible, who never tells you what God says about this matter, who will not pray with you, who will not tell you even though you ask him what the Word of God has to say, is a counselor that you want to abandon as quickly as possible. Now I don't mean to say that he needs to give you that advice in the first two minutes of your session the first day. He may want to gather a great deal of data first, but If along the way he is not willing soon to start directing you from the Word of God, be wary of that counselor. So the first thing in preparation is you need to know what it is that you would like to know. And I would write down specifically what questions I want answered, what kinds of facts I need to know from the Word of God, what it is that I expect to receive. Now, it may not always be possible for him to answer you in exactly the way you would like to have an answer, but he should make the attempt and insofar as the word of God brings answers to the questions that you ask, and not all the questions we ask have answers from the word of God. Sometimes we ask things we shouldn't ask, but insofar as the word of God has the answers to those questions, this man should be willing to give you those answers. So I'm suggesting that you should come with expectation having prayed earnestly over what your problems are, having put down the questions that you would like to have answered and expecting concrete advice from the word of God as it's applied to your specific situation. In our next broadcast, we'll talk about how you can put all this together in a systematic way and get a great deal out of counseling and move things along more quickly. Lord, we pray that you will bless those who need counseling today with true counselors of the word of God